Good morning, Middle Church. Um, my Wi-Fi is being weird. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's EcoCast oh, Live man. webinar this for actors. Something happening. My name is Gary Marsh. <laughs> I'm the founder and president of Breakdown Service. Oh my gosh, what's happening? Okay, am I here? I hope so. I'm gonna keep it moving like I'm here. Um, I look like I'm frozen, but I'm Reverend Natalie. I'm your digital minister here at Middle, coming to you from Harlem, um, Lenape land. Um, yeah, we just got back from DC yesterday. It was me and Jackie and Reverend Amanda, made it safe and sound. Thanks be to God. Actually, there's been a song that's been on my heart. Uh, me and Jackie sang it in the car. Um, as we made it through many dangerous toils and snares, um, we made it all the way back and it was a thing, you will hear all about it. But for the invitation to worship this week, I'm gonna sing that song. God has smiled on me. God has set me free. God has smiled on me. God's been good to me. Has God been good to you today or this week or any time in this recent past? If so, please let us know in the chat. Um, let us worship God. My name is Holly Cobb. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And middle means um, that I finally have a place that I uh, can be my, that welcomes me, um, myself, as myself. Hi, I'm Whitney Watts. I use she, her, hers pronouns, and I'm based in Brooklyn. And middle means to me uh, a bold, creative vision for my future and our future together. Oh, my name is Felicia Black, and I am in San Diego. California and Middle Church means that, at least for me, it's a place where I can seek refuge and to be bold enough to take action on behalf of myself and for myself and for uh, my community, for the globe. I can escape your spirit if I make my bed in heaven, you're there. If I make my bed. Woke up this morning with my mind. Well, I woke up this morning with my mind. Woke up this morning with my mind. 
friends, happy Sunday. So all month we have been talking about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And last Sunday in worship, we actually celebrated him. Now, Dr. King cared about a lot of things, but two things he cared a lot about were child literacy, which is children knowing how to read, and people of all races and ethnicities and walks of life coming together in community. One way we were intentional about living out what Dr. King cared about, and honestly what God cares about, was through our book drive last Monday. Miss Jackie and Mr. Daryl and I collected your new and gently used books. And thanks to the generosity of so many grown-ups, we were able to purchase even more books. You can see some of those that we purchased on the screen. There's some behind me. And young friends, you know, because you have been to our children's multicultural book fairs, you've participated in worships, you've been to our freedom summers, you know how much at Middle Church we care about putting books in kids' hands that have characters that look like them, that love like them, that believe like them, that eat like them, that speak like them and sound like them. And that's one of the biggest reasons why we chose to donate all of these books to our friends, You and Me Books, which is the first ever Asian woman-owned bookstore in New York City. Isn't that cool? This amazing bookstore features books uh, mainly by authors of color and which center and celebrate characters of color too. And they have a major focus on celebrating the cultures and languages and histories of the Asian Desi diaspora and Asian American community. Now friends, we know that Dr. King and quite frankly, God and Jesus call us to show kindness to our neighbors. And in a time where there is so much unkindness being shown towards our, our Asian siblings, we can be intentionally loving to our community members by supporting their missions and their businesses. And that's another big reason why we wanted to make sure that we were partnering with you and me books. So young friends, thank you for your kindness because without your books and your donations, we wouldn't have been able to, to be a good neighbor. So thank you for doing that. And the next time you're thinking about asking your grown up for a new book and it feels safe to go outside, maybe you can try taking a walk over to you and me books and letting them know how much middle loves them. Let's go sing See You Humba friends. See you next time. We are Church family, I'm Reverend Darrell. I use he, him pronouns. I have a few announcements I wanted to share with you this Sunday morning. Firstly, our four-part series, Seeking Stained Glass Softness, Centering Queer Care, continues this Tuesday at 7 p.m. 
please plan to join Reverend Ben and Elise on Zoom as this is the last of this wonderful program for the month of January. Secondly, Middle is a movement of spirit and justice. And as always, we keep with the work of building partnerships across faith traditions because of this movement of spirit and justice. So to that end, we are inviting you to join us online at Brotherhood Synagogue for an interfaith worship experience where our Jerese Johnson Gospel Choir and our Reverend Dr. Jackie Lewis are being featured for the 13th annual Spiritual Sounds of East Village. Now, you have two chances to join this offering. The first one is Tuesday, January 25th at 7 and Sunday, January 30th at 5 p.m. when all of our interfaith partners will come together for a powerful night of worship. Please plan to join one or both of these opportunities. Then we are winding down the month of January and moving swiftly into February. February being Black History Month. So I want all of you to mark your calendars every Monday in February because we are starting a brand new and exciting series titled For the Love of Black Cinema. This is going to be a wonderful time, wonderful way to spend your Monday nights where the Reverend Dr. Jackie Lewis and myself will be holding space each week as we will be watching films in honor of the late Sir Sidney Poitier. So that's all for the announcements I have. But if you'll do me a quick favor, find a way to center yourselves wherever you are. If you're sitting on your couch, if you're standing around your home, take a second, center yourself, take a deep breath in, a deep breath out, a deep breath in, a deep breath out. And let us prepare our hearts and our minds to enter into a time of prayer as we are led by Shannon Navarro for our prayer this morning.
And so continuing in a spirit and posture of prayer, I want to invite us now to say together the Lord's Prayer that Jesus taught his disciples 2,000 years ago. Now, there's a lot of ways to say this prayer. And there is, in fact, a version, an inclusive version that is in your bulletin that we would invite you to read and follow along with. Or if you would like to just lift up whatever words of this prayer resonate most closely with your spirit, you're invited to do that as well at this time. And so, church, let us say together, our creator who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy reign come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign, the power, and the glory forever. And let the church say together, amen. So in the spirit of amen, I invite us now to pass the peace of Christ with one another. However, you can do it virtually. I invite you to, to, to shake a virtual hand and to, and to make a virtual friend and pass the peace of Christ with your neighbor. Why? Because peace is with you. So peace be with you, middle, as we continue on with worship today. You're broken down and tired. Living life on a merry-go-round And you can't find the fighter But I see it in you So we gon' walk it out and move Mountains We gonna walk it out and move Mountains And now And I'll rise up, I'll rise up. 
Thank you so much, Kaylin. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you, Shannon. Wow, just gorgeous music all day long. Hi, Middle Family. For you, you who are new to our community, I'm Jackie Lewis, and I'm the senior minister here. So happy to share this space with you and with my colleagues. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I want to invite you into a brief prayer with me today as we seek to hear a word from God. Let us pray. Holy One, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And we pray, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts will be acceptable in your sight. God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Today, my sermon, friends, is called Release, Recovery, Reparations. Oh, my. Release, Recovery, Reparations. Oh, my. And listen now for a word of God from scripture. This is from Luke's gospel, the fourth chapter, the 14th through the 22nd uh, verses. This is Luke's telling of Jesus's call to ministry. Then Jesus, filled with the power of the spirit, returned to Galilee and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because God has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. God has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And then he began to say to them, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. 
all spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, is this not Joseph's son? Natalie told you that yesterday, she and Amanda and I were in DC with a bunch of mostly women, maybe 70 or 75 people. Some of them were Jewish, some of them were Christian, some of them were Muslim, some of them were Buddhist, some of them were atheist and some agnostic, but they all were gathered together in the name of love because they believe in love, because they have faith in love. It was what we like to call an ethical spectacle designed to call attention to the 49th birthday of Roe v. Wade, this legislation that made it legal for a woman or anyone giving birth to choose to terminate their pregnancy in a legal and safe way. The liturgy was awesome sauce. I mean, beautiful, gorgeous church. We processed to the courthouse. We um, stood in together in a group dancing to I'm Every Woman and all kinds of other R&B songs. We chanted, we chanted the, the, the prayers of the people, if you will, my body, my choice, my body, my choice. Whose body? My body. Ain't gonna let nobody turn us around. We had gospel singing and we had a flash dance, a beautiful choreographed dance piece to an anthem for the reproductive movement. It was sexy and it was hot and we rolled our bodies and we marched to the music with our fists in the air or with peace songs in the air, demonstrating with our very bodies the call on our lives to work for liberty and to work for justice. It was so incredibly moving. Absolutely all of it felt to me like a prayer, like God's spirit was in the chanting and in the singing. Our voices were hoarse, but our bodies were alive. It was freezing outside, but we were layered and in uh, green chartreuse and emerald green liturgical wear, and we were warmed by the companionship we had with one another and our determination to keep speaking freedom into a world that seems to be a hot mess and ready to roll back all of the liberties and justices that we've been working on as a human community in this nation. Of course, next door to us were people who represented um, some folks who believed that abortion is a sin and you know they were they were quite loud, but not as loud as we were. By the time we got to the place in the liturgy where I was to say a prayer, we had been worshiping and we had been praying and it felt like my prayer was just a punctuation. When Jesus read the scroll of Isaiah, he was in worship. They had been singing psalms and they had been saying the eight benedictions that were the custom of Jewish worship at that time. They had read other pieces of liturgy and Jesus had shared reading space with others in the community. No, no one leader, but just like our justice and loving movement now, many leaders 
many leaders working on many aspects of this love and justice movement to, to make our democracy loving and peace-filled maybe for the first time. People like William Barber and, and Elizabeth Theo Harris at the Poor People's Campaign, um, the, the Black Voters Matter movement, uh, the, rep the reproductive rights movement, all kinds of liturgists, if you will, were also in the synagogue with Jesus in worship, reading from the text of Isaiah. But the way Luke tells it, fulfilling his call, his mission, his call to, to repair the, the world, his, his authorized role in this movement that is a millennia long, two millennia long of God making the world the way God intends it to be. And Luke wants us to know, if we listen carefully, that Jesus isn't alone. Not only are there other liturgists, not only are there other readers, if you will, or participants, but the Spirit of God is present with Jesus all along this, this ministry, all along this work, all along this movement. It's the same Spirit of God that hovered at the deep of creation the same spirit of God that blew a firmament between the heaven and the earth, the same spirit of God that, that inspired judges and kings and prophets to teach us how to be the people of God, the same spirit of God that had animated the ha'adam, the human one, the same spirit of God that had hovered over Mary, Jesus' mother, to, to partner with her in the, in the bringing forth of this child that would heal the world. It was the same spirit of God that comforted her in childbirth, the same spirit of God that descended on Jesus in the form of a dove to say, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. It was the same spirit of God that was in the voice of Shannon today and Kaylin today and Natalie today and in Tina today and in all of our singing today because we can't sing without spirit the same spirit of God that moved with us on the streets yesterday as we marched for justice and moved with King and John Lewis and Coretta as they moved across the Pettus Memorial Bridge. And it's the same spirit of God that moves the people down Fifth Avenue when it's Pride Sunday because all of us are marching for justice, all of us participating in Jesus's call to ministry. the Spirit of God anointing Jesus at his baptism, preparing him for the work that he was called to do. The Spirit of God meeting us here, even in our digital sanctuary, to inspire us that we have had ancestors who've gone before us who know how to make a way out of no way, to enthuse us with, with lyrics of songs that remind us that we know how to rise up, that, that fill us with power and equip us for the long run because we are on a long run. We sang yesterday songs from the justice movement, from the, from the labor movement. I went down to the rich man's house and I took back what he stole from me. I took back my dignity. I took back my body. Make no mistake about it, the rich man, the Supreme Court, the rich white hegemonic nationalist movement 
that would roll us back to the so-called good old days when you and I did not matter, did not count, and weren't free. That hegemonic evil movement is in place, at work, dismantling our democracy and dismantling our freedoms. And we who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who are the living, breathing body of the Christ cannot rest. We who call God by many names, we who call God by love, creativity, and spirit, all of us are equipped by spirit in this moment, in this time, to push back against the powers and the principalities that would disrupt not only reproductive rights, but voting rights, that would not only disrupt reproductive rights and voting rights, but who would in fact entrap most Americans in poverty. We, we are anointed with spirit. The spirit of God is upon us to preach good news to the poor, to make sure that everyone has a living wage and is able to care for their children and to flourish in this nation, to preach liberty to the captives, those captive, yes, in the prison industrial complex, but also those captive to addiction and to oppression, to put sight into the eyes of the blind so that they can see the reign of God coming on earth and to proclaim a year of jubilee, no less than the reign of God right here, right now. This is my calling. This is the caller's calling. And this is your calling, middle family. More now than ever, this movement of reparations, this movement of reconciliation, this movement of repair is ours to shepherd even as we find ourselves in the wilderness, in the wildness, even as we find ourselves feeling like we don't know exactly what tomorrow is going to bring, we must know this, that the same spirit that comforts and accompanies Jesus is the same spirit that accompanies you and I, and she is not going to leave us without power, without inspiration, without enthusiasm without equipping us to do what she has called us to do. Some of us are feeling overwhelmed and some of us are thinking that we don't know what to do. And what I wanna tell you is we are called at least to pray. And what I mean by at least to pray, I mean in the quiet places in the morning when you wake up to begin your day, asking God to order your steps in her word. I mean, when you're on your walk or in the yoga studio or having your cup of coffee to meditate upon what it is that God is trying to bring to fruit in the world so that you can be a part of the fruition making. And I mean praying with your activism. Our voters reform group needs your help and support. The work that we do on behalf of queer folks and black folks and children and poor folks needs your support. I'm saying your whole life is a testimony to who God is. And I'm saying our whole life is a prayer. 
by the time I was called upon to punctuate yesterday's action with a prayer, we had been praying, y'all. And we are praying now. Yes, in our in our liturgical moment of prayer, but in our breathing and in our living and in our yearning and in our wrestling. Our lives are prayer to be in communion with the living Christ, to heal the world. Our plea for justice is a prayer. Our demand for justice is a prayer. Badass force of love and justice who are in heaven, but also right here. Holy, amazing, grace-filled be your name. Your reign of peace and justice and love and liberty and righteousness come. Your will for freedom come on earth right now as it is in heaven. Give us this day, colleagues, comrades, liberty, laws, policies, give us freedom because we will not rest until it comes. And deliver us from evil. Deliver us from white, hegemonic, supremacist notions masquerading as Christianity. Somebody say amen. Deliver us from white men deciding what happens to my body. Deliver us from laws rolling back human rights. Deliver us from a so-called Christian nation misbehaving in the name of the black, Palestinian, poor Jewish rabbi. You tell us how to love. Come on. Lead us not into temptation. Let us not be assholes. But, <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that? But, encourage us to lift up our voices in solidarity and peace and love and justice because we demand to be treated with justice and we demand it for all of our siblings. No matter who they love, no matter how they look, come on, all of us created divinely in the image of God. For yours, love, is the kingdom, the reign, the justice. Yours, love, is the power and the glory for all the people. And all of God's people in between twerks, in protests, said, Amen! And amen! And amen! And amen! And a woman. Thank you. Yes, and amen, and amen. I'm already right back in there. Woo, Jackie! That was so powerful. Uh, yesterday was so powerful. And also, if you are looking at the bulletin, friends, Jackie has sermon and action quotes um, at the back. Every Sunday, they're there. And this week, she wrote, Jesus's call to ministry is ours. We are the living body of Christ. So what does it mean to preach good news to the poor, release uh, to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind? Now, more than ever, this moment needed and the movement needs you. 
Middle Collegiate Church, it's been uh, about a year now, yep. had a devastating fire, 120-year-old church. You described it this way, our dreams just burned up. As wind, as water, as fire, as life, God is infinite potential. God is change. Octavia Butler. We are in the wilderness now, but not alone. As we make community in digital spaces, do our organizing in the Zoom rooms or make music, as we worship sometimes as guests until we find our way home. You are absolutely, fantastically, amazingly created in the image of the holy. It's almost sacrilegious to not love yourself, my people. Middle is rising. We are rising in a pandemic to support those who grieve rising in our local community to support parents, seniors, children, and queer folks, to create art, music, and joyful resistance. We are rising in our city and world. Voter registration and voting rights. Rise, we will rise together. Our liberation and thriving are tied together. We believe assiduously in love. And in the fiercest love of all. Middle is rising. I think the question becomes, what kind of church do we want to be? I love you. How much more of this can I take? 
worship together this morning has been its own kind of organizing, its own kind of praise, its own kind of education, its own kind of care. 
Thank you for the gifts that have been given this morning. Gifts of time, of technology, of expertise, of creativity, of money. God, use these gifts now and continue our organizing, education, care, and preaching work in this city, in this country, and in this world. In your many names we pray. Amen. y'all have tears in your eyes watching that music in the sanctuary today we're gonna make a way today we're gonna pray today live so god can use us today anywhere anytime in these oh my god we're so sick of them digital Zoom squares, but in the, oh my God, we're so grateful that we're gonna have them forever digital spaces outside in the street, at home with our kids and our beloveds, in a coffee shop. Yes, yes, in the sanctuary that is the world, God requires us, needs us, and has gifted us with spirit so we can do the thing. The spirit is ready to help us do the thing, to reclaim this world as God's place, to use everything we have to make the reign of God on earth. We need you in the movement. God needs you in the movement. Let's do this. Amen.